Hey guys, I'm making this video to share one new milestone that I've reached in my portfolio. And I'm also gonna be talking about the new purchases that I made in my six-figure stock portfolio. So I recently reached the $126,000 mark. And you're probably wondering, why am I making such a big deal about a random milestone mark? Now the real OGs of this channel remember that each $10,000 milestone, I used to show this chart showing the date that I reached the mark and how long it took. In November of 2021, I reached $125,000. I didn't think much of it at the time because the market was only going up and up, but I should have known that I should have always remembered, remembered the 5th of November because it would take another 510 days before I would reach a new milestone. The stock market has not yet reached new highs since this apex in December of 2021. It just shows how inflated the market was back then and how sour the economy has been since 2022 started. This offers a great learning opportunity in life that nothing is ever guaranteed. I was working, I was saving, I was growing my income this past year and a half, but in my head, I feel like I didn't see any results. I felt like just because I wasn't reaching a new $1,000 milestone every couple weeks, I must not have been doing life right. But the truth is, life is not just some sort of line of exponential growth, right? It meanders. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be self-doubt. Times when I got discouraged and thought I would never reach $126,000. When we look at the history of the stock market, there's peaks and valleys. But in the long run, it does go up. This is because companies generally increase profits, increase economic growth, etc. You see, the stock market is heavily influenced by external factors. There's market volatility, interest rates, geopolitical issues, all things you have absolutely no control of, but have a huge control of your finances. You know what's crazy is that I've had about the same portfolio value as I did about a year and a half ago, but I own so many more shares of stocks now. I've been stockpiling these assets all this time because I know during the next bull run, I'm gonna be easily reaching new financial milestones and it won't take me another 510 days again. Well, at least I hope not. I'm delaying gratification, a skill that is so hard to find these days because I know the greater reward is just around the corner. Now, one thing that has been growing all this time is my dividend income. In December of 2021, I made about $1,600 in dividends for the year, but in 2023, I should be eclipsing that $3,000 mark. That's $3,000 of passive income that I didn't need to work for, that I could use to pay my bills or to go on vacation, whatever I please with. Two years and I'm already doubling the amount of dividends earned, which is consistent income that I can rely on in retirement. Hopefully that was motivating and I know some of you are gonna be in a similar boat, but we're all getting there. We're all reaching our goals one day at a time. Heck, I even reached the $127,000 and $128,000 marks within just a few days. Now I know you wanna know what dividend stocks I added to my portfolio this past week. I'll go ahead and tell you what stocks I bought this week, but just know that my Patreon supporters, they get all my trades every single week and they also get full access to my six-figure stock portfolio. Don't feel like paying for the Patreon? No problem, because I also often talk about the stocks I'm buying for free on my Dividend Discord, so be sure to join that as well. That's where we're talking about high-yielding companies like Aries Capital, a business development company with over a 10% starting yield. Aries provides financing and loans to smaller to mid-sized companies, and these are typically companies that are overlooked 
from traditional commercial banking. Aries has an impressive 18-year history of paying out juicy dividends to its shareholders. I'm holding on to Aries in my Roth to be shielded from taxes. Speaking of the big banks, I bought more of Bank of America, a company that brought in close to $100 billion in revenue last year. Bank of America provides loans, credit cards, asset management, and other money-related services for its clients. All of this bank failure talk has allowed Bank of America to now be trading considerably lower than its 200-day moving average of 33. And I went in and I swooped in to get some more shares at a discount and enjoy a really strong starting yield of 3.2% from this blue chip company. Now maybe you want a company that raises their dividend a good amount each year. Well, Applied Materials, they just raised their dividend by 23%. Sure, they don't have the highest starting yield, but this company provides one of the most important products in the world in semiconductors. Everything electronic has semiconductors going through it. And the global demand for semiconductor manufacturing is expected to increase by 56% by 2030. Applied Materials also just approved a $10 billion share repurchase program. It's raining semiconductors out here. Applied Materials is one of my largest positions and I'm continuing to add more and more shares because I honestly can't see the demand for semiconductors go away anytime soon. Okay, maybe you want some more consistent monthly income. Well, look no further than, oh, Realty Income, a real estate giant that owns more than 11,000 commercial properties. O currently has a starting yield of just under 5%. O has been paying dividends for over 50 years and more than 25 years as a public company. Realty income is a triple net lease REIT, meaning the tenant is responsible for expenses like property taxes, maintenance, and insurance, while O just sits back and collects those monthly rent checks, which they pass on to us, the investor, in the form of dividends. Fun fact, the first realty income property back in 1969 was a Taco Bell. Nice. Let's say none of these stocks were somehow not attractive to you. Maybe you just don't like single stocks. You want to take on less risk by holding a basket of stocks in an ETF. Well, there's probably no better dividend ETF out there than SCHD Skid, a product offered by Charles Schwab that is passively managed and filters for high quality dividend paying companies with strong financials. The ETF gets balanced once a year in March. So that actually just happened, and the ETF's biggest positions have now been updated to include AbbVie, Verizon, Pepsi, Amgen, Cisco, Coca-Cola, Chevron, Pfizer, Merck, and UPS. Those 10 companies that I just listed, they make up almost 45% of the portfolio alone. Now, these are all giant blue chip companies that offer really juicy dividends, so I'm not too concerned there. But altogether, they have 104 different holdings with a starting yield of around 3.6%, and SCHD in general has a great history of capital appreciation. Now, I love SCHD, and I've been buying and dollar cost averaging almost on a weekly basis on my journey to 100 shares, all the companies that I just mentioned. I want to wish everyone who's celebrating a happy Easter, and regardless, I hope everyone has a fun time with family and friends. Please leave a like or chat with me in the comments below. It really does help out a small-time YouTuber and lets me know that you like this video. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash you later.